Welcome to the Business of Luxury podcast, where we feature exclusive conversations with entrepreneurs, executives, and influencers on the leading edge of luxury. On today's episode, Human connects with Shalom Berkman, co-founder of Earth Cafe, a European-style restaurant with locations in Southern California, Las Vegas, Japan, Saudi Arabia, and Dubai. Not only is Earth Cafe known for its heirloom organic coffees, fine teas, and locally sourced organic ingredients, but the restaurant is also known for its celebrity clientele. In this episode, you'll hear Shalom share how Earth Cafe got its humble start, how it chooses its unique locations, why the restaurant is considered casual luxury, and some of his leadership secrets from the last 30 years. Let's join Human for his conversation with Shalom Berkman. Shalom. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you, Human. It's it's fantastic to be here with you. You know, I don't know. I may have shared that with with you in the past, but when uh, we moved to our first home on El Camino, which is one block west of South Beverly Drive, where Earth Cafe is, we shared an alley with you. So Earth Cafe was like our second kitchen, our second home, and not only were we there every day, maybe twice a day. And uh, it was just such a treat to be able to uh, have your great coffees and food and baked stuff and to really experience firsthand uh, what Earth Cafe uh, is really about. And it was so exciting. And my kids grew up, you know, at that home, coming there from, you know, infancy to now. And so we're, we're a huge fan of, of, um, of Earth Cafe. Uh, thank you so much. You know, that is the most rewarding aspect of it for me. That's the most satisfying part to be part of lives of the community. You know, that's the best thing. And it's very obvious when people come to any Earth Cafe, they feel like they're at home. There's so much love, warmth, unity. It makes it a joy to be there in addition to the great food and coffee that, and, and other drinks that you offer. It's really a pleasure to be there. Uh, Shalom. So really, it's important that uh, you know that firsthand. Thank you. You know, Earth Cafe, as you know, is known around the entire world. And uh, people would be very interested to know, uh, back when it all began, what was the dream? What was the vision? How did this spectacular concept come to be and to what it is today? Uh, Can you share that with us? We'd love to hear about that. Absolutely. It's been such an incredible journey, such an exciting, fun, incredible journey. And it all started uh, when I met my wife, Gila, in the late 80s. And um, the thing that drew us together, that brought us together, was both of us had a dream to be an entrepreneur. She wanted to uh, be have a cafe. Her dream was to have a cafe. And uh, my dream was to do something environmental. I wanted to change the world or heal the world uh, for the better while making a profit at the same time. And uh, when we met each other and we learned that we both had these dreams, uh, we consulted each other and helped each other develop the ideas and try to find a path for each other in in starting a new business. Um, And for me, what I started doing was researching natural products, going to natural product conventions and finding out more about what kind of organic products are available. 
And at one of these conventions in Los Angeles, I met a Peruvian coffee farmer named Jorge. Jorge was, um, had created a coffee plantation in Peru that was the world's first exclusive certified organic and heirloom coffee farm. Um, now, uh, organic, you know, everyone knows what that is. It means grown without chemicals. Um, heirloom, we probably have all heard about tomatoes and apples and things like that, fruits and vegetables, um, but not many have heard the term heirloom when it comes to coffee. And it's basically, it's basically the same thing as fruits and vegetables, but it's even cooler in a sense because um, heirloom coffee is when the farmer plants ancient trees that have never been genetically modified. The trees that originated from Ethiopia, that species that has never been altered um, in any way. So today, most coffee is produced from um, hybridized trees so that they can grow in direct sunlight and they grow short and they produce a lot of coffee. But the heirloom tree, um, it needs dense rainforest shade it doesn't produce a lot of coffee. It grows about 20 feet tall and it's very difficult to harvest, uh, but it produces the best tasting coffee and the healthiest coffee, actually lowest in acid of any kind of coffee. So I learned this from Jorge and I got so excited. And um, when I told Gila about it, we saw that we could bring our idea together. We could do a cafe, we could start a cafe, um, and we could also do something that gives back to the environment and does something health conscious at the same time. So we joined forces, and in 1989, we started Earth Cafe by mail order only. And it was America's first exclusively organic heirloom coffee roaster. And it was all wholesale. We even had Four Seasons Hotel in the beginning years and a lot of fine restaurants. And uh, after two years, we opened our first retail Earth Cafe in Manhattan Beach, California. But uh, the original Earth Cafe was very small. It was 600 square feet. We had a little bit of ocean view uh, of uh, the beach there in Manhattan Beach. Um, and uh, we didn't have, we only had a few stools and we just served coffee and tea. Um, but as far as I know, America's first exclusively heirloom organic coffee roaster. And uh, I've been saying it for 30 years and no one's disputed me. So I'll keep saying it. <laughs> wow. Well, what a story. You know, when you talk about intention, when you talk about a specific goal and coming together because you will for the betterment of the whole this is a prime example of how the universe will conspire to assist to make that happen and clearly with the consciousness that you and sheila had set out to 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 you know manifest it clearly did and it all came together and that is why you've always been so successful it, it, it all makes sense now the uniqueness of what brought this together well, thank you. Thank you. And in the beginning years, um, you know, the name Earth Cafe um, is it's a real name. 
Earth with the U is an ancient Welsh way of spelling planet Earth. And mm -hmm. cafe with two Fs in Italian simply means coffee. So the name Earth Cafe to us meant organic natural coffee. Um, but in America, when you hear the term cafe, you don't necessarily think of coffee. And that's exactly what happened with our original guests coming in. They would come in and ask for a sandwich. And um, I would say, well, we just, we sell beans and we have cappuccino. Which one do you want? And they were like, what kind of crazy cafe is this? And we got so tired of people just uh, stomping out. And, um, but we were uh, ready to take our second location in 1994, the, the Melrose location in West Hollywood. And it was large enough to have a small kitchen. Um, so Gila actually went to culinary school in preparation for the Melrose Earth Cafe opening. She went to culinary school in West Hollywood uh, for one year, and she learned about baking and cooking, and she launched the original menu of salads and sandwiches and bakery items at Earth Melrose uh, in 19, 1994. Um, and of course, she took the same philosophy that we applied to coffee and tea. We did um, as much organic ingredients, nothing artificial. And we um, went out and met a lot of the local farmers. Most of them, all of them, we still work with today, organic farmers here in Southern California to produce our, our menu. That, that is beyond interesting. I'm sure so many people that are listening to this podcast are saying, wow, what an incredible beginning to make what it is today you know that it doesn't surprise me because whenever i drive by any earth cafe location it seems like it's always packed with people like and and what is is this why you have such a big draw is it is this why it sets you apart from everyone and everything because of all these components and ideas and visions and all the things that you guys have done um yes i mean there is a lot of mystery and magic you know it's Earth Cafe is not a formula. It's not a concept. It really does come from the heart. Um, and, um, you know, everything we serve, we love. Mm. Um, I eat, I eat there every day, multiple times my whole life. And everything is designed, uh, for my taste, things that I love. So, so when you come into Earth Cafe, you're, you're being served things that we love and we're proud of. Um, and that we believe um, is is healthier in many ways. Um, and another thing that I think that is very powerful about Earth Cafe is all the direct relationships. I don't think, I honestly don't believe there's another company with as many direct relationships uh, with farmers as us. For instance, I go every year to East Africa. We have farms that produce heirloom organic coffee exclusively for Earth Cafe. And I go and meet them and do a lot of interesting work improving their lives with, with, with them. They're part of our lives, the, far the coffee farmers. We do the same in Japan. Gila is our tea master and mm. uh, she actually harvests the, uh, the tea from a family um, estate in Uji, Japan. And uh, she's done many times and that 
family, all of their tea is produced for um, Earth Cafe, the green tea matcha. Um, and we do that here in Southern California. Uh, the, the organic greens, salads, sandwiches, all the greens, um, a local family farm that's delivered direct to us seven days a week. So if you have a salad at Earth Cafe, it may have just been picked the day before. And uh, this level of freshness. <clears throat> and I think that um, when people try it, when, when you try something, whether it's coffee or tea or bakery or, or food, um, uh, it becomes unacceptable to have something else. It, you get hooked, you get addicted by the quality, by the vibe of it. And I think that that's what you see, why, why it's so busy. You know, but don't be scared of the lot. No, no, fast. No, no, Please, no. we'll take care of you. Come in. Absolutely. You know, this is a prime example of what you just shared with us about no matter how good something can be on a physical level, that it's the metaphysical, the intangibles beforehand that creates the physical to be so special. You can have the best ingredients, the best formula the you know the best secret in the world but if you don't have the concept of love and sincerity and integrity and the fact that you want to create so much goodness for others you won't have what you have and it's clearly obvious that that is what has been the separation that's made you really distinguished from everyone else to stand out and it's obvious people love it people love being there people love enjoying the the energy of the people the service the food um so i just want to tell you that that's unbelievable and and it's so true that that's what it really takes to make something like that happen thank you thank you it's you a know, privilege. On, absolutely here on the podcast we often talk about the business of luxury that's what it's all about and I'm curious, what would you say is luxurious about Earth Cafe? And, and why is that important to you? Because, you know, that's very obvious that when people have the experience of Earth Cafe, they feel that luxury component to it. Thank you. No, absolutely. That is definitely intentional and it's definitely part of Earth Cafe. And uh, we always say that Earth Cafe is casual luxury. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you what I mean by that, because, you know, um, Earth Cafe, Earth Cafe, in essence, is a coffee house. At least that's how we see ourselves, that this is a coffee house, meaning it's a place where um, you go to meet. It's part, it's for the community to come any time of the day, early in the morning or in the middle of the day or late at night and a place to hang out and be with friends and family. Um, so we are a coffee house, but we are the most luxurious coffee house in America, maybe the world, I hope, or maybe not the world, maybe not Europe, but we strive for that. And um, I'll tell you how we strive for that. Every Earth Cafe branch is um, unique. There's no um, conceptual architecture it's all based on the architecture of the property that, that we're in and the community that we're in. 
based on um, you know the architectural influences of the neighborhood and frankly um, it's it's the vision each earth cafe is the vision of my wife Gila's design she she gets inspired and all the earth cafes have unique uh, marble for instance she'll go to the 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 marble uh, slab uh, I don't know place these big places that that's full of stone stone quarries um, here in town and she'll choose unique marble which is extremely expensive um, and so if you look at the marble and the, the natural materials in each cafe you'll see that it's unique to that store. There's different colors, different types in each store. And um, almost everything is, is custom made for, for Earth. Um, we have the, the lighting, ironwork lighting, custom made based on Gila's design, Santa Barbara. Um, the tile work is all uh, made right here in Southern California in a tile factory called California Pottery. They're, they're amazing. And uh, Gila gets to design the tile work and it's all put in there. So um, you could actually um, enjoy Earth Cafe just on an architectural basis. You know, mm -hmm. we'll our nine branches to see what kind of architectural inspiration Gila had in each one. Uh, like, for instance, Wynn, even uh, Earth Cafe at Wynn, she built a um, handmade tile uh fountain with an olive tree in the middle of it um, and a tiled uh, skylight over it. It's something just remarkable to see. You, you know, I can tell you firsthand, I've been to many of your locations and that is one of my favorite locations is at the Wind Hotel. Thank uh, you, absolutely, it's stunning. It's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. And you, you, uh, you know, raised a very important point. You're not uh, robotically opening the same concept in different areas. You know, you have a uniqueness, and that's why I think people love going to different locations because you sense that, you feel that. Uh, is that is that uh, how you choose your locations? Many of which are very upscale. Would you say that's how you choose your locations and? Like where and what determines where you would launch a new restaurant? Because as you know, the landlords around not just the country, but around the world always want to say, how can we get an Earth Cafe to be our tenant? You know, they all love you. They love the concept. They know what a huge draw it is. Uh, so how, you know, how do you choose when and where to launch a new restaurant? Thank you. Thank you. No, that's very, very interesting. Well, first of all, I will tell you this. We've never had a long-term business plan where we've targeted, you know, how many we want to open and where we want to have them. It's always been organic and inspiration. And um, really, honestly, it simply has been where Gila and I would like to spend time, what parts of the city that we like to go to ourselves and spend time and we wish that there would be an earth cafe there and uh, that's that's what's motivated us for each earth cafe location and even including win uh, we always said we would never open in las vegas unless the win it was in the win but at the time um 
it was all owned and operated by Wynn. None of the restaurants or cafes inside uh, were tenants. So we said that will never happen. And out of the blue, I kid you not, the phone rang at my home and it was Steve Wynn. Wow. Wow. He said, I'm a big fan and I would love for you to have an Earth Cafe at, at Wynn Las Vegas. And so I guess the universe heard our desire to, to be there because we, we it was a dream for us to go there and we would never go anywhere else. But that's, that's basically an illustration of how we choose. And um, I can also announce at this moment, um, we, we don't have any inspiration for another Earth Cafe location. And um, I don't know if it'll, it'll come back, the feeling or the desire. We certainly get requests on a daily basis from all over the world. But, but at this point, we, we were satisfied with what we have. You're happy with what you have and what you've created. Yes, yes. You know, as, as, as we know, a leadership, just like in anything, is a critical when it comes to starting and growing any business. It would be interesting to know what are some of the most important leadership lessons that you've learned over the years that you can share uh, with our listeners. And because it's so obvious that your leadership skills have been so profound in creating what you've created. Uh, it would be wonderful to to hear what um, you've learned over the years and what you can share. Thank you. Absolutely. I'd love to share. Well, in, in our um, situation, Gila and I both have leadership skills that are different and complementary. Um, for instance, um, let's say I might be more of a visionary person thinking for the future, um, larger, more general thoughts. Um, and uh, if I have any leadership skill at all, it's perseverance to keep taking steps towards it, no matter how long it takes. And no matter what uh, risks come up, I'm not afraid to keep moving forward. And I think that um, that that's simply um, uh, the effective and powerful leadership skill that I have. Um, Gila is more a specific leader. She's an incredible um, uh, leader as far as building teams. She can see someone's strength and weakness. And um, building a team is essential. You know, all of my uh, visions or thoughts would never amount to anything if she wasn't able to build a team of people that works like a family that takes ownership and uh, because it's greater than two people it's so much greater even one one store one restaurant is greater than the owner itself it can't succeed with one person it really needs a cohesive team and Gila's unique leadership ability is to build that team she's really amazing in that in that way mm. um i will tell you one lesson painful lesson that we learned that i really i really think is universal and that is you must not rely on professionals to make decisions for you whether it's a cpa a lawyer um, a consultant um, no one can know your business as well as you do. And you must know 
what's right and wrong. And you can get into a trap of wasting a lot of money, um, but certainly don't fall into the trap of thinking the professional knows more than you do. Um, because if you simply only follow the advice of the professional, you'll be out of money and you'll be out of business very quickly. Well, that is such a beautiful point you're making. And I'm such a huge proponent of that way of thinking, because I always say it's the mind that gets in the way of the heart and the heart truly knows everything. And when one can operate at that level, especially in the business world and be able to make that distinction, I cannot tell you that is the determining factor in how far one will go and how successful they will be. So I'm so happy to hear what you're, what you're sharing with us and how that is such a key component in what you guys do. Really, that, that's My amazing. Pleasure. Amazing. And I think going back to you and uh, Sheila having this soulmate relationship, uh, you know, you're very macro, she's very micro, and any venture requires both of those. And the fact that you have this perfect dance where that comes together has resulted in what Earth Cafe is today. Well said, Human. Wow. Yes, yes. I'm very blessed because this is. Um, uh, a blessed and magic relationship, and it makes all of it possible. It's not possible without the two of us together this way. Absolutely. If someone is dreaming like you and Sheila did, you know, back in the 80s about starting their own restaurant or coffee shop, what advice would you give them? What would you, I mean, there's so much respect and admiration for the two of you. And I think the advice that you can share will go such a long way in allowing the people who are young and who want to endeavor to create, you know, great things for themselves. What, what would be that advice that you can share with them? Well, you know, the reality is, and you know it probably more than most, that 90% of new restaurants go out of business within the first year even. Um, and so first of all, you have to be realistic that um, it's incredibly difficult, incredibly difficult. But that being said, um, if you have a passion and a dream, um, you, you have to be ready to persevere. You have to be ready to do it. And uh, even if that means not making money for a long time, maybe living on credit cards or um, or um, getting loans or sa however sacrificing, um, that will probably be a reality until it breaks through um, because it's hard to break through in restaurants and prove yourself. And uh, for us, it was extremely hard. Um, the first 10 years, we never made any profit. And we were always personally in heavy debt, heavy debt and um, living on very, very little for, for 10 solid years. And I don't think we would have survived had it been that we loved what we were doing, that we didn't actually have a goal for um, how much money we should make or if we should make money at all even. Just, we just didn't want to close the doors. 
that was the motivating factor for us. Um, and so that's my personal experience that you have to have that level of commitment and perseverance. Um, and it can't be about profit or money. Um, because in the beginning phases, um, it's highly likely that there won't be any profit or money for a new business. So if that's what you're there for, you'll, you'll quit very quickly. You know, talk about resiliency and perseverance and truly following your passion and heart and what one's essence is. You guys are a clear example of that, which is very, very inspiring for everyone in any uh, endeavor of life that they want to endeavor to go to any field, that they should really follow their heart and never give up. And the result will always come you know, the, not to worry about that, that will always come at the end. Yes, yes, absolutely. And if people want to follow you and follow Earth Cafe, what's the best place to connect online? Absolutely. Um, www.earthcafe.com. And Earth is spelled with a U and Cafe with two Fs. That's right. We won't forget that after this amazing podcast <laughs> and you know you can find earth cafe um at facebook and instagram also we we have a very good social media team telling all the same stories and a lot more about our farmers and about the ingredients and about gila and i and and, and things we serve um they they do good work telling all these stories and before we wrap i just want our listeners to know that some may know and some may not, but that you guys are global. You're now in different parts of the world. You're, you know, in Dubai, in Japan and other parts. And I hope that that really continues. And I, I know even though you said that, you know, you're happy with what you have, what you offer is beyond just satisfying, uh, you know, the, the body for food and drinks. It's what you offer is so special that I hope eventually you'll be in every state in the country Thank so you. everyone can have the opportunity to experience what Earth Cafe is all about and how it all came to be. And people will sense that it's an experience of life. And I really hope that that happens somehow, some way. Thank uh, you. And, and organically made happen for you. Not that you have to plan for it, that it happens, it comes to you and the universe says, you know something, Shalom, it's time to expand even further so the world can experience this amazing mm. uh, cafe and experience that you have created to be shared with everyone or as many people as possible. So that sounds that, very good. That, right? that would be amazing. <laughs> it would be amazing. I can't thank you enough for being on our podcast today. It was, it meant so much to me personally because I have such a connection and, and I, began my college days with you guys and where I am today with my family. So it was very special to my heart to have you on the show and to share with others how it all came to be. So thank you very much, Shalom. It's a pleasure to be with you, Human. And you know, you and I, we are family. Absolutely. So I think of you as part of my family and it's so great to be with you and I hope to see you soon. Thank you. Thank you again. We hope you enjoyed Human's conversation today, and we invite you to share this episode with someone who might enjoy it as well. Take a screenshot on your phone, text it to them, and tell them to check out businessofluxurypodcast.com. 
Also, we encourage you to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for listening to The Business of Luxury.